Yes, my friends, and welcome to the John Mahon Show live once again as the Lord intended it to be powered. APU by Forever Loud. As, as per usual. Yeah. I was like, APU. APU. I'll APU. APU. <laughs> Forever hyphen loud dot, dot com. For? Oh, oh just fucking. <laughs> I hate, I, I'm not the promotions guy. You're like the, you're the, I'm the hey, seller. buy this shit, go here. I'm just like, just do what you want, mate. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't make a blind bit of difference to me. Yeah. How you been, John? It's I, been a few days. Well, I saw you on Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah. I left you DJing at the Silent Disco. You did. You left me like a plastic bag floating like, in the wind. Like you were struggling. <laughs> I was bit. on the struggle burst population Mahon on Saturday night. But where were we? 2000 trees, baby. And in um, case. Yeah, I was just about to say. Were you about case. to do the sell as well? Yeah. See, there he is right at the start of the show. I don't sell anything, but then he's jumping right in like a good. I, don't, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I put some effort into it, so might as, well, <laughs> might as well promote it. Ollie put a lot of elbow grease into the John Mahon show live-ish from 2000 Trees Fest, which you can watch on our channel now, but not right now, because uh, we're obviously live right now, and that would detract yeah. from what we've got going on today. We were at Trees last weekend. Got any good funny stories from Trees? Funny stories from Trees. <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty hilarious how soaking people got whilst watching Death of Anna. Oh yeah, there's actually a clip of my girlfriend. Um, I think a few people took a, took videos of her at the same time of her singing. Like, I think it's Trigger. So you pull the trigger, and like dancing in the rain. It just looked like a scene out of a music video or something. Hell yeah. And I was a big fan of uh, Smiley Dave well, we, walking over as we were getting interviewed. We were getting interviewed for another podcast. Shout out the Chronicles of Shout Tom and the Jamie. Of, and um, typically, as is our look, just as it was the la their last interview. Their last day. interview of the weekend. Definitely our last one of the world. And halfway through, just started pissing it down. Absolutely Torrential. shitting it down. Yeah, I can't wait to see that footage. Yeah, genuinely. It gets, sees the light of day. I hope it does, because at one point, like I had to climb the table to stop getting rained on, and the rain was basically just going straight down into my ass crack. Into your crack. Yeah, yeah. like my my trousers basically created a funnel, and like it was, it was like a reverse waterfall going on in yeah. my underwear. Those leather pants turned into like MC Hammer pants, MC but just full of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had, a, I had a great time. There was a lot of fun moments. Yeah, I was going to say, what were some of your fun uh, moments? Smiley Dave and Luke from Prestamico slash Unpeople did a Dirty Dancing rendition in the Silent Disco. I saw a clip of that. Yeah, I, da I da filmed that. Dave almost got him up. Yeah, well, I was like, Dave, do you reckon you can do it? He's like, yeah, 100%. I was like, <laughs> let's, let's see this. Yeah, a lot of good, a lot of funny moments. <clears throat> I was just thinking about, it's, Coming to the end of festival season. Right. So I said this on my... Well, like, kind of, I guess it is. So I said this on my show on Kerrang! this week, right? And someone got in touch and was just like, oh, just because the, like a couple of the rock ones over doesn't mean the whole thing's <laughs> over. Like, be, just, Yeah, I want to go to Creamfield. Be, be more open-minded. And I was like, hold I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, you're talking to a guy who is... Funny you should say Creamfields. I'm actually looking into Creamfields tickets. I'd love to go on the Saturday. You got yeah. Calvin Harrison's scooter on the same Well, I... Want to now go? I was not going to go to Reading or Leeds this year for the first time in forever, but now I want to go on Saturday because the 1975 are play a headlining 
doing the first album in full, but also Sleep, Sleep Token. Token. And is that not Loose Day as well? Uh, possibly, but I would just go for those two alone. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I paid money. Imagine a Sleep Token 1975 tour. But, right. I would cream Sleep Token my, isn't uh, the My headline. pants would be as wet as yours <laughs> on trees. <laughs> yeah, the Sleep Token set at Reading isn't a headline one. He's on his main support for Young Lean. It was. Oh, yeah. Which worries me because 1975 are doing, do you have the two headliners? They're doing the early, the west stage oh imagine so, if they clashed yeah there might be a fucking clash oh <laughs> uh, but i think those two the festival republic stage and the west main stage are quite close close to each other so hopefully yeah hopefully the clashes are forgiving um but yeah what we're we saying end of festival season for the rock, for the, for the big hitters yeah. of the rock scene, you still got Bloodstock, and I'm going to Blue Ridge Festival in West Virginia with my girlfriend, which I'm very excited about. Actually, John, we can't all just fly to Virginia. You flew to fucking Vegas last year for when we were young. I did. <laughs> which is well, it, which is still yet. But it cost me. Oh, baby, it cost me. Yeah, it really did cost. Not just financially, spiritually, <laughs> yeah, emotionally, <laughs> and mostly financial. Mostly financial. The thing about Vegas is. Um, because obviously you, you, it's, it's encouraged to do a bit of gambling. We're not encouraging it on the show, are we? I don't know. Do what you want. Um, <laughs> but it's, it, it is weird because you go on like the slots or whatever or like the roulette in the in the casinos and it's like so fat, so satisfying when you win something. Even though it's so easy to, you put in like a 20 and you'll lose it straight away. But as soon as you win something, you're like, fuck, I'm up. <laughs> so I did actually, I won about $150 on like the roulette one time let's go but overall it's probably down yeah but i still had fun let's fucking go though but then you do see the people like this old old ladies out there that have been there all night just like, yeah right the buttons. so we stayed in the luxor in the first week and one night before we went out i made a note mentally of all the faces that were sat in one particular area of the casino and then when we came back at the end of the night yeah which was like five hours later there was at least 60% of the same faces Someone sat in the same nighters. chairs. It is the city that never sleeps. Yeah. The others, and the city that <laughs> consumes people's souls. Yeah. Fast like, became one of my favorite places in America, though. I really did love the Bright Lights of Eggs. I can see why Elvis decided to live and die there. Yeah. Elvis, Sinatra. Yeah. Some of the other... Elenium's from Vegas. Who's the, who's the tiger people? <laughs> the tiger people. Uh, the, the act of the white tiger. Uh, kill someone as well. Yeah, uh, are you quoting Penitent. The Simpsons? Well, yeah, it's in The Simpsons, <laughs> but it's also a real life thing based on true stories. Yeah. Another example of groaning time traveling and um, Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller, yeah, good old magicians. <laughs> oh, we got so off topic. Speaking of magic, I was gonna say if anyone's got any fun festival stories that they've had, so yeah, far, send them into the chat. Send them in, and we will shout them, them out them in the comments below. Also, do we feel lower down than usual? This is really throwing me off on the screen. Yeah. Do we feel like I feel small? Should I go and adjust it quickly? Do you want to? Should we be really professional on stream and do do, do a live, um, do a live adjustment? Do a, you, you can feel the time, you know. Oh, you absolutely. Wait, wait, well, wait, wait. What's on this camera? That, so that one's just. Oh yeah, there we go. Have just the John one. Well, now I won't be able to see you, will I? Adjusting it. Anyway, my friends, we lost two viewers in the time that it took us to have this conversation. <laughs> Two people were like, nah, f 
fuck this amateur shit. <laughs> well, my friends, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Scott straight up in the chat saying, Mr. Mahon, I owe you an apology. I offered you something met you at slam dunk i didn't realize the path on forgive me it was an offer from a good place and i'm confused by that it might be because the way we've got the screen laid out is cutting off a little bit on the side so maybe some of the key words in that were on the side but oh look at that we're back looking normal baby oh that's so much a normal better amount of headroom oh i feel like a real boy You'll tweet earlier. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I tweet earlier. What did I tweet earlier? What have you been bloody tweeting, John? What have I tweeted? I thought I only tweeted. I don't. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a thread guy now. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were just talking <laughs> about this off air. I like the new I don't like the new thread app, but I have a problem saying T-H and F. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a so I have, to, I have to think about it every time I say thread. As, as otherwise, I'll say, oh, have you seen my Fred? And it just sounds like I'm talking about... Bro, I'm, do I'm you know... talking about a mate called Fred. Do you know who... They should have gotten to launch the whole thing. It should have been Fred again. Yeah. Just change it to Thread again. Thread again. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Could have got, should have got Thread again and Man United football player Thread. <laughs> Is that the only other Fred you could think of? Fred Astaire? Fred Astaire. Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> I don't know. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I mean, two of these are fictional characters. Fred Durst. How the fuck did we not get that one? Freddy Durst. Freddy Durst. <laughs> <laughs> Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> you like that one, didn't you? Oh, that made me so fucking happy. But yeah, follow us on threads at John Mahon Show at Forever Loud. Forever Loud Net. Forever Loud Net. Forever Loud Net Fred. <laughs> So it's just hard. It's a hard. It doesn't. Also, what do you use in the past tense? Like, do you know? I say I tweeted this. What I you, threaded. I threaded. Thread. Oh, I th yeah, I thread. Yeah. Oh, because then you can say, oh, I thread up about this. Yeah, no one's gonna say that. <laughs> Bro. The thing is, everyone's like, fuck. It's like a it's an anti <coughs> anti Elon Musk thing, which I'm kind of for but also it's mark zuckerberg so you're just basically picking yeah lesser of two evils but in a fight i'd rather i've seen some videos recently of zuck training with some, yeah man he's been training with some big is big is, names is he from the Israel UFC. adesanya and yeah. alexander volkanovsky both ufc champions yeah man and fucking man from facebook's looking jocked yeah Apparently he does jujitsu, so like, if he's any good at jujitsu, then Elon's fucked. Yeah, and plus Elon doesn't exactly have the body of unless, a fighter. Unless Elon's good at Elon's got the body of an internet troll. Yeah. And he should know. Well, he is one, isn't he? Yeah. He's like probably the, the most famous internet troll. Probably, yeah. Like the richest internet troll. Yeah. Imagine being that rich and still being... Still being an internet still being troll. Still being a Oh, my friends, shout out yourselves in the chat. Thank you, Dr. Scott. Sorry about the sober congratulations. Thank you, my friend. And Hassi, appreciating the thread dust. But should we tell you what the fuck is going on on today's show? Please tell me. I don't know. Do you not? <laughs> well, my friends, we have got Hiro the Hero joining us in about 12 minutes time. Today dropped a cover of a Buster Rhymes classic called... Yeah. 
Woo, woo, yeah. I mean, doesn't sound, woo, right. doesn't sound right in my accent. Woo ha. Woo ha, sorry. Woo ha. So before Hyro joins us in about 10 minutes time, let's get into a quick news story because whilst we're at news, 2000 news, Trees news. Festival, watching the Wonder Years perform what was, in my humble opinion, one of the greatest sets of the weekend, Soupy, whilst he was on stage, said, hey, I've got a secret. You can't tell anybody, but we're going to come back in November and we're going to play our album, The Greatest Generation in its entirety, which means after being a fan of this album for 10 years and missing them on the tour that they did to promote this album, I'm finally going to get to hear I Just Want to Sell Out My Funeral Live, which is not only one of the greatest Wonder Year songs, but one of the greatest pop punk songs of all time, I-M-H-O. And if you go to foreverloud.net, you can find all this these beautiful news articles. <laughs> Look at that. Expertly prepared. Including, yeah. Yeah, so 10-year anniversary. Can you believe it's been, it's been 10 years, John? I can't, and it hurts my soul in so many different you ways. Were, it's been a um, decade. I was 19 you years were old. You nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was only uh, 11. 11. I'm only 21 now. Oh, yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah. So where are they... So they're doing... Um, it's not like a... Annoyingly, it's not like a full... It's a very uh, weirdly booked tour when you look at the dates. So I'll let me get up on here. So... Ooh. Zoom in. You can see on that. So we got Glasgow. 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 At the SWG3. I've not heard of that. Basically. Yeah, it's, it's like converted TV studio. Oh. It's a venue. I saw, I think Vakovi played there not long ago. Oh, um, Manchester O2 Ritz, nice venue. Leeds, Beckett East Student Union, my old uni. Is it? Yeah. I saw Architects there. That was when it, I, I went when it was called Leeds Met. Yeah. They changed the Cardiff. I don't know why I did it in a northern accent. <laughs> Cardiff. Brighton Concord 2, isn't that quite small? A very, very yeah. small venue. And then O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire. Probably hit the London date for me on that one. Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. You going to go? If uh, if they'll have me. If they'll have you. If they'll let you in. If CP will have me. <laughs> but yeah, my but friends, I'm, I'm fucking all over this. I think The Greatest Generation is an absolute masterpiece from start to finish. Like definitely top th five pop punk albums of all time. Maybe even three for me. Reckon. Well, I think it was like kickstarted. That more emo, <coughs> hot punky movement. You can bands. you can you can see a lot of bands like your Hot Mulligans, yeah. coming through off the back of this record. And like, um, I say like bands like Mooseblood came out of that, like after that, and there was like a, a whole wave of big big sort of boom of that emo -y, emo -y pop punky bands. But yeah. I think yeah, like that that album, big inspiration. Yeah, man. And like the track listing on there is fucking undefeated. Like passing through screen door, there, there. I just want to set up my funeral. A lot of just like quotable line, quotable lyrics is on. Yeah. I'm awkward and, and nervous. nervous. I'm, I'm awkward, awkward and nervous. And I am awkward and nervous. So when that came out, I was like, I relate. I can relate <laughs> to these lyrics. Thank you, Soupy. <laughs> no one's ever put it. No one's ever put it in lyrics before how awkward and nervous i am all the time yeah i mean 
I've just got a lot of time for the fact that on The Greatest Generation, it is something that I think teed up soupies want to go and do Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties, like the storytelling element. Did you manage to catch him at trees? I fucking missed him. I got the date wrong. Which day did, they, did he play on? I... Because they Wonder Years played on the Thursday. Yeah, if I'm correct. Internet phone interference from your phone, John. Is it? Well, it's my phone. Is it your phone? But you were just on your phone. Oh! <laughs> Where's that noise coming from? Oh, my friends. Can you, can, you, can, you, can you tell them? Wow. Where is that coming from? It sounds like a blast beat. Everyone else. Anyone else help else hear that in the chat? <laughs> Got electrical blast beats. Terrible band name. Plugged in somewhere or something that's not, that shouldn't be where it is. I think it might be a computer. Yeah. There we go. You know what? It was that touching that. Ah. That is not good grounding. If anyone that's into electrics, electrics, yeah, that's not good grounding. When you get a wire touching something that just makes that noise, yeah. <laughs> well, we are in danger here. We're putting our lives on the line for you on this show. Yeah, lives on the line <laughs> on the live. Lives, yeah, <laughs> live, live, live. But Doctor Scott in the chat saying tickets already secured, guaranteed tears, with them playing passing through the screen door and funeral Glasgow shows. Dances back in the window. I just imagine like the sound of the, I can always already hear the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, because they play it in order. I guess everyone knows what song's coming next. Yeah, man. And I, I just, I just wanted to take their time with it. Like really, like <laughs> really ham it up. I want them to play everything about. 20 BPM slower. Yeah, slow it down. Deal with the Arctic <laughs> Monkeys did at Glastonbury. Just chill it out by like 10 beats per minute. Cigarettes. That's just like an acoustic version. Yeah, we're feeling very singy-songy today, aren't we? Well, I was singing a lot but this past weekend. Silent disco. Silent disco. You were starting to lose your voice towards Saturday, weren't I you? Ha I had no voice until like Wednesday this week. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's something about silent disco, I guess because of the headphones. And I always have them quite loud. Yeah. And everyone else is singing along and you're singing, but you don't realize how loud you're actually singing. Yeah. It's beautiful. And especially being on stage, it's a bit of a head fuck as well. Cause we had basically four channels worth of silent disco DJs going on at the same time. And the stages were probably about 50 to a hundred meters apart. Yeah. Maybe if that, and at one point, me and Gemma Edwards, who were in our tent on the Thursday, were looking out and people were singing a song. And I was like, well, I'm not playing this. I went to Gemma, I was like, are you playing this? And Gemma went, I'm not playing this. And we were like, well, that so must everyone be- in your tent was- Was listening to the yeah. other tent. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder how many times that happened for the other tent where they would be like, is this you? No, is this you? It's like, it must be the other guys. I like, well, I, I on the day after you played, I went in to uh, see Gemma, not Gemma, Tasman and Zavi hang the DJs. Yeah. And um, they had a little, it was cool because they were like, they gathered a bunch of people from that, because they were on Green Channel. It was like, nice. I was like, we're having a party at the front with the Green Channel. Everyone come and party. So like, 
everyone just went to the front like where they were DJing. Sick. Had a little rave. I like that idea. I might have to nick that yeah. next time I do a silent disco. Yeah, get a pit crew involved. I had to be. I did have a nice little mosh pit group going on, yeah. going, going on the Saturday Where's night. my pit crew? Yeah, and then I just, I just basically played half like of the crowd. Uh, 10 minutes of breakdowns. Uh, doing moshing and the other half of singing back uh, to uh, engineers just like, pit crew? Yeah. <laughs> You need something fixing. Or? I was. I'm gonna try and make a pit a, a pit based pilot. I've got nothing. I, I'm not a Formula Oneist. Me either. Me either. But I will tell you what's uh, <laughs> speeding uh, down the. <laughs> I can't even think of like a racing like. What do they even say in racing? Yeah, I, I've never really watched it. <clears throat> On your marks, get. I don't. The thing that I don't get people that go and see Formula One live. Vroom. Yeah, that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. <laughs> but my friends, you are about to get a man who today dropped a cover of Buster Rhymes' "Woo Ha." My friends, show a lot of love and appreciation for Hiro the Hero. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, squad. Hey, dude, how's it going? Oh, cool. well, we had to go big, my friend, because you are going so fucking hard at the moment. Let's talk about this cover. Like, you have just taken like a Buster Rhymes classic and made it feel all kinds of metal. Was that the intention riding into the studio? Oh, man. Yeah, really, bro. I, we was thinking, we was like, bro, we should do like a dope cover. Me, shout out Matt Good. He did Show Enough. He did most of my album. He's amazing. You know, he uh, came from the band uh, from first to last with Skrillex and all that. So he learned a lot and he, we incorporated that whole energy and vibe. And we was going through some songs and he was just like, yo, how are you should cover Wuha. I was like, oh, you mean Buster Rhymes Wuha? I was like, oh, hell yeah. And just um, going in the studio and getting in the zone of that, you realize why they are legendary rappers. When we rap those lyrics, it's like, you know, we rap it. But when you're in the studio and actually trying to do what he yeah. did, it's a talent they possess right there. But that was tough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was talking about this before when, like, uh, Buster, when I was, like, in school when Breaking Neck came out. I remember, like, all the kids in school was trying so hard to rap that because it's so fast. But no one could get it because it's just, like, no one could do what Buster does. <laughs> he always going to surprise you every so often with, you know, something every few years that YouTube taken as a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> But dude, like the way in which you've like melodically composed this song, like the heaviness that you brought in the melodic section, I mean, is that so? Who do you say it was from for first to last that you're working with on this? Was that something you guys paired up with? The beast that, you know, he putting all them sounds together when he get the guitar. And like when I hear good music, I'm going to just come with that energy to it. So, you know, I don't know how to play no damn instrument. This is my instrument, my voice. <laughs> That's sick, though, man. And I mean, like the elements that came out in that, like it sounded a lot like, you know, Fever 333's kind of style with what they've been cooking over the last couple of years. Like and like, were you busting out some screams over the top of that as well? Oh, yeah. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's jumping up like, yeah, you know, I love hitting my screams, man. I realized that was a talent. I didn't even know that was a talent. I grew up listening to Tupac. So I used to think he was screaming all the time. So when I rapped, I screamed and it somehow helped me in my, you know, transformation to rock. <laughs> 
Hell yeah, man. And dude, let's talk about like that transformation into the rock because like the, the sounds that you've been making over the last couple of years have yeah. been ferocious. And I mean, the way in which you have combined like your love of hip hop and rap with the rock and metal stuff. And when we saw it with, you know, bands like Rage Against the Machine, Limp Bizkit kicking down those kinds of doors, like in the new metal world. But then it kind of went away for a period of time where it almost felt like the rock and metal scene was kind of trying to like shy yeah. away from rap a little bit because they were like it felt oversaturated but then there was a load of people sat there being like hey we fucking love that shit why is it why is it stopped for so long so did like yeah. is, was that something you felt as an artist i you know i i was a natural progression to it because like me i was like the dude in my neighborhood who changed the radio station so i was like once i changed the radio station i heard you know nickelback and all these kind of like oh I'm listening to some rock and roll right now. You get what I'm saying? So I started listening. Then I was like, I started learning more of what people consider cool and all this. That was radio style rock. You know, I got into At the Driving and Bad Brains and all these other bands and things like that. And so I started forming my, you know, my opinions on it. And then, you know, I got introduced with the Judgment Night soundtrack. And that mm -hmm. one right there was like, okay, we can really do this rap and rock mix type vibe. So, I started doing that and sampling rock, you know, all the heavy breakdowns of metal and different songs I heard on the radio and stuff. And it just came from that point on, man. And it just helped me realize, like, hey, this is something, it's a lifestyle. It's something that, you you know, you got to be in. And when you do it, you have to do it properly because it can almost come off corny if you don't yeah. ride it the right way, which I think... You know, when you start, we started experimenting more, got bigger and bigger, it started getting a little corny and stuff like that. So I think the same thing happens with a, a lot of music. Like, you know, back then we wanted to be the rock stars. You know, the rockers, rock was number one all over the world, everywhere. Now rap is the number one biggest thing on the planet. And now it all sounds the same to me. A lot of it, you know, they, I don't care how gangster they be. And some of the stuff is corny to me sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's like, I think it's like oversaturation, so it's just yeah. everything comes back around again, and I feel like metal rock, we the underground now. Yeah, know? we yeah, are. So <laughs> I mean, because you've been doing it for some time now. I remember the first time I heard you, and I probably, probably a lot of the people in the UK, the first time they heard you was your collaboration with The Blackout. So yeah, back in the day, because I used to work for a music channel, a TV channel called Scuzz, and that used to get played a lot on the channel. Oh yeah, I remember that, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, like, tell us about. I mean, I guess it's. Um, what has it been? Almost ten years now. Oh, yeah, like, touching on it. And ten years. I live in France now, so I ain't too far away. So I nice. loved it, man. London, you know, the blackout brought me out there in the UK. I rocked out. And the love they show to rock is just so insane. Even out here in France, I live in a city called Nantes. And the metal scene out here is so big. Like, it's all about metal. There's a festival here called Hellfest. Uh, yeah. And Motley Crue, everybody played. It's, it's fucking insane, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you see... And once you get in there, like, with these people overseas, you know, I'm from America, but when they like you, they really, really like you, and they stick with you. Like, all those people back in the days with the blackout still rock with me, you know? Let's fucking go. And, I mean, France is an interesting move, bro. How come you decided to, to move yourself I to know. France? I got married to a French woman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <There> go. go. <laughs> yeah. That's how that happened. Now I walk around on some bonjour. <laughs> I was going to say, how is your French then? Have you managed to master uh, a little bit? 
Dude, I've been here two years and um, I can barely speak. You, um, I guess it's Hiro Hi- Hi- Lahiro. <laughs> Yeah, Hiro <laughs> Lahiro. Oh man, no, Hiro Lahiro. Oh, that's fucking amazing, dude. I mean, I want to rewind back to something that you just touched on there, which is almost how the rap genre and the rock genre, as you said, they kind of gone in the the opposite direction. Rock has gone back underground, and now rap is in the mainstream. But like, you see a lot of rappers now who are emulating the rock star culture. I mean, it yeah. kind of, like for me, it kind of started with Post Malone really going like full force with the rock star music video, and then off the back of that, you saw people like Trippy Red do that Neon Pegasus album with Travis Barker. But then Little Uzi Vert as a late dropping Pink Tape with the Bring Me feature, the Baby Metal tunes on it. I mean. It's someone who seems to be integrated into both worlds like what's it been like for you like watching this transition between the two genres for me it's been like damn where was this when i was in high school (laughs) i was the only one (laughs) like god damn some shit feel like wrong timing for me all the time i'm like oh shit this is exactly what i was doing it's like you know i'm seeing them i'm seeing me but i was like i don't want to say the first one but i felt like i was the first one doing that kind of stuff but when you're the first people be you know what the hell this is weird you know when back in the days when rappers heard guitar they were scared of it you get what i'm saying or just it was too weird but now everything all blended up and mixed and, you know, props to Lil Uzi and Trippy Red. I love seeing these people do it. But, you know, sometimes when uh, they do it, they don't do it right. You know, that's when they yeah. need to come ask me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right into what's really cool and what's not. Because, <laughs> you know, that's some things that they, I feel like rappers, like, oh, you know, they try to do it. Lil Wayne, Lupe and all of them. When they jump into it, they jump into it. From more of the radio aspect and not the underground aspect. So I got to learn all of the underground and I could decipher them sounds that I know the people who really into the rock know what's up and can tell if you fake or you're real or you're just trying it or whatnot. You get what I'm saying? You've done your research. I've done my research. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that research is on show with with the new stuff that you've been cranking out. Cause I mean, one thing I wanted to ask you about was this brand new cover that you've just dropped of Buster Rhymes, Woo Ha. If you go onto Spotify, it actually sits alongside your show enough tune and the collab that you did with Red Star and Ice Nine Kills. And I mean, is, yeah. is this, is this the next stage of horror, the hero? Is this where we're going? Is it full length? Is it EP? Oh yeah. Full length album coming bound for glory coming up. I believe September. Yep, so September, I got, September man, 15th, I've got here. Putting so. out an album is an epic process. I was out the game for like two, three years. I'm back in the game. I'm feeling good. You know, I've been seeing bands rock out going on tour. You know, I've been sitting back like, God damn, when is it my time? And now my time is coming, bro. So I'm really excited. Putting out Wuha is just such a great feeling. Show enough. Shot a dope music video that was something straight out of my mind, you know what I'm saying? To see that come alive was so epic. That's one of my favorite movies, The Last Dragon and Show Nuff, and how he was just so confident. And then Head Underwater is a song I made like four years ago. And then um, it came back around. Um, shout out to Haj. He the one who put that together. And he had the uh, Red Star. And they remixed the song because I hadn't touched it for a while. When he sent it, I was like, oh, that's awesome. 
And then when he sent it to the record label, they went crazy. Oh, snap, this is going to be the first one off the album and all this. I was like, cool. And then, hey, we're going to get the Ice Nine on here. I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's just go ahead and make this epic, dude. Hell yeah. And I mean, so was that how the Ice Nine collaboration came about? Was it literally just a phone call, someone saying, hey, I've got an idea for this? Or did you guys get in the room with each other or meet? That's where um, just me being in rock so long and building up so much respect from all these different artists, you know, that when, you know, when people give the call, they be like, oh, hi, bro, hell yeah. You know, I know Ice Nine Kills for a while, all those dudes for a long time, man. And I saw they came out here, rock with Metallica, like, goddamn, yeah. bro. It's so fucking epic, dude. I actually, so, last time I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, bro, I, yeah, that's just like, I don't even know if words can explain that, man. You go see that crowd, I'd probably fuck up on stage. <laughs> I was going to say, the first, well, last time I saw you live was actually weirdly on Ship Rocks in 2019. I was with my friends, yeah. Band Shapes. Yeah, but Ice Nine were on that were on that uh, ship and Asking Alexandria were on that ship. And I think an Alter Bridge as well. So a bunch of bands that you've collabed with. So it was quite like a sort oh, of hero, <laughs> hire the hero yeah. ship. Alexandria, too. They showed me lots of love. Ben was a part of this album process. Oh, really? Him and together helped me a lot with a lot of songs and, you know, putting this together, getting that right sound. Shout out Ben for sure, Danny, everybody, man. Oh, damn. Okay, let's jump into that. So, I mean, what Ben Ben and Dad, what Ben in particular, you said, in the studio together or is this all done over internet now in this day and age? Yeah, you know, we, uh, we were in the studio a few days um, for my song I had called "Fu 2 He helped with that. He'll shoot demos. And then from that demo, Matt Good will take it and build it up into some other things. You know what I'm saying? He always there for advice. So, yeah, in these last few years, Ben been a big part of what I do, man. That's fucking awesome. Because, I mean, like, you look at what the Asking Alexandria boys have achieved over the years, all the various different projects they've had going on. They strike me as a band that never sleep. It's constantly something going on. I got to see them at Hellfest too, bro. It was an epic, epic show, man. Holy shit! We have you been to Hellfest before? Uh, no, I've I've seen all the videos though, and it looks incredible. Yeah, take oh, take it take us through a weekend at Hellfest, bro, because we are jealous on that one. Oh my god, dude! I it's total <laughs> insanity. Like they literally the space they use. So I'm in Nantes, and it's in Clisson. Clisson, like a, a little train trip, maybe a 15 minute train trip or whatever. But it's the whole land basically dedicated to Hellfest and the houses that's built around houses and all that around, they rent out tents the front yard for the week. Damn. For people, people you see tents around houses and everything, man. You go <laughs> they have statues, big statues, yeah. they all kind of things just straight dedicated to metal. And the stages is so awesome, bro. I was backstage with the homies, the last one. They have an artist lounge, you know, you're seeing all these people you know, you know, especially for somebody like me, when I get to see all my homies come through, I'm like, oh, all right, this is awesome time. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, Hellfest is on our to-do list for 2024, yeah. for sure. We'll be awesome. Hellfest is awesome. There's another one called Motoculture coming soon, and that one's, mm -hmm. that's for real metalheads right there. Biohazard is on this year in August. Sick. So I'm going up to that so next year i'm hoping to rock both of these stages oh yeah three download two. i gotta go back to download yeah we need to get you back at donnington as well man because this new <laughs> oh, material that you've been cranking out is fucking fire the uk crowd need it 
Oh, bro, I love the UK, man. I can't wait to go back. Uh, last time I was in London, man, uh, I forget where I was at, but good Lord, I forgot how much they party. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a, We like a drink, don't we, bro? <laughs> Just a little bit. We're not known to say no. Uh, we've got someone in the chat who's watching alongside the show right now saying, you've worked with guys like Corey Taylor, David Draymond, Danny Warsnop. Who would you like to collaborate with in the new era of rock? Oh, man. Who would I like to collaborate? Man, I don't collaborate with most of the people I love. <laughs> yeah. uh, to say it offhand, I don't know. But I don't want to, you know, uh, put out what I'm going to have coming next. Oh, so that person, when you hear the name of the person and the band that's going to join me on my next single, You'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We won't press you for a name, but I'm guessing that that's going to be coming sometime soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. It's, it's a real, real cool um, feature. And he took the song to the next level, man. We had the song already. And then once we sent it out, he added his pizzazz and flavor, and, you know, all that type of thing. And yeah, it's on another level now. Let's fucking go. And I mean, that's that's one thing I love about you, Hiram, man, is your openness to collaborate and work with other artists and not just from the rock and metal genre as well. I want to talk to you about Black Tiger Sex Machine as a massive dance music yeah. lover myself, man. Like seeing you open up your eyes and your ears to your fan base and say hey you might associate me with guitar based music but hey this shit is heavy as well like how did you meet the guys in black tiger sex machine man i started um back long time ago i made a song uh with this this uh edm dj schoolboy he was doing dubstep a long time ago and i think from that when I did that, I said, a real voice that ain't motherfucking auto-tune. Uh, it's called Lunch Money and all this type of stuff. So when I made that, I think that got my name just floating through the EDM scene. Shit. So I just get hit up by people and Black Tiger Sex Machine hit me up out of nowhere. It's like, bro, I want you to rock on a song. So we made uh, we made our first song. His name's escaping me right now. And then we popped out. Cheat Code. No, Cheat Code is the second one. Oh, Cheat Code is the second one. Oh, damn, there's one before that. Second one. So when Cheat Code came, I knew that was going to be a banger because he sent it to me. And I was like, once I heard the music, I was there. I said, bitch, I got the Cheat Code. I said, oh, no, this is going to be, this is going to hit. And so I said, oh, what did you come up with? Uh, was Cheat Code something that hit you on the first listen? Was that not a part of the song at all? Did that just come? Oh, and no, that hit me on the, I freestyled that verse. And, and so that's why it's so crazy for me to hear people sing it because i was just freestyling the whole time you know? Bro. yeah i put the mic on and said you know i can't even think right now i'm gonna just freestyle so i freestyled and that's what came out of with my freestyle you know i also have songs with crank that um he's a beast on edm black tiger sex machine and also on that is heritage his heritage he also produced with him on that and Heritage has a new song with Shaq. Shaq is in the EDM. Yeah, he is Diesel. Yeah, he's DJ Diesel or Sha something like the, that. You know, the Sha the Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he DJ shows, man. So that scene, you know, it's been blowing up and it's been big. But, you know, I feel like I'm a voice in it now, you know. So I yep. have so many songs and more coming where I'm a voice inside of it. And people in the community might not know who the hell I am, but it's just cool as fuck to have my voice on all that. 
Hell yeah, man. And yeah, as you said, with like Shaq producing and the amount of times that people within that scene, they need voice. They're good at making the sounds, but more often than not, they need a voice to go over top of some of the sounds they made. Like that is a very healthy scene for for you to be a part of. And I mean, have you had any chance to like go to any of these festivals or play any of these songs live or do the live features? I see it all in the lights and everything. I'm like, hey, y'all call me. Just live. I'll, I'll get, I'll get on the next flight. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, man. Because I mean, like that, that EDM and dance world, the festivals and the production they got over there. Like one of my favorite producers, a guy called Elenium. And like on his yeah. last record, he had Motionless in White. He had Spirit Box, Avril Lavigne. Like all of these Ooh. big names from the alternative world. And I feel oh, like... like Spirit Box. That's, another, that's somebody yeah. who I want to rock with. Spirit Box. That's Sleep Token too. That, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. To that person, yeah, I would love to rock with them, yeah. Especially considering on that new Sleep Token record, Vessel started spitting a couple of bars as well. Like, he got yeah. got a bit of a flow going on some of those new songs. They are awesome, man. Uh, my the, the band I'm working with here in France, they was like, how oh, you got to check out Sleep Token. I was like, all right, cool. I checked it out. I even did a little uh, Instagram reel with me doing reaction to it, and it's awesome, bro. You hit some little Justin Timberlake-type singing, and then you go metal. And, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. That's a great description, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just it's in like J- JT Metal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> JT Metal, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk a little bit more about the future of Hiro to Hero. So as you said, new album coming out this year. You also got a tour later on this year with nothing more in September. Stateside run, I do believe. Yeah, man. Going out on tour with nothing more, bro. This will be my first tour in a few years. And like you said, you saw me live. If you know me live, I go yeah. nuts. So when you see my post and I'm training and working out, I'm doing it to look good. And I'm also just ready to rock a stage. So I'm coming in ready like SpongeBob off top, man. I was going to so, say, yeah. you, you put John to shame with your gym videos. <laughs> shows. That's all for the fridge. I do show, show, shows, man. I want to rock shows. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I mean, what, what kind of setup is it for a hire to hear a live show? Full band, I'm guessing? Yeah, full band, man. It's, I can't even do it without a full band anymore, man. You know, I like a full band. Also, for EDM, though, I hit the mics, you know. So I do shows out here sometimes, just straight DJ and me, and we rock some EDM songs nice. and things. But, you know, I, I, and it's cool. I put the same emotion. But, yeah, full band, guitar, bass, drum. We hitting it hard, you know what I'm saying? And that's the way I get my energy and my feeling. And so, like, when you see a crowd go crazy and mosh pit and do all of this, I is I want them. I don't want to say, "Hey, everybody, my spirit." I want you to feel it from how I'm going on stage, and from my energy to your energy. I want you to just react that way. So that's that's the vibe I'm coming with. Fuck yeah, man, dude! It's been so long since I've seen you live. The last time I saw you live was. It, well, we're going back like at least 10 years now when you toured like Birmingham. You played like the O2 Academy 3 in Birmingham oh, yeah. like years and years ago. Yeah, man. So I've, I haven't seen you live in a very, very long time. And especially with this amount of fire that you've been cooking up recently, we really need to get you back in the United Kingdom sometime soon. I know, bro. Yeah, for the end. Yeah, it has been like 10, 12 years, bro. I see people hit me up. They all grown and shit now. I can't <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they was kids, you know, at the blackout show. You know, they had the younger crowd and yeah. everything. They write to me now. They grown-ass people paying rent in apartments and shit. <laughs> <laughs> when did we all get so old, man? <laughs> yeah, bro. Well. I'm going to tell you, 
And I love that about metal and the rock community is you get older and the people stick with you, man. You know, as rap is a young man's game. Be, oh, I don't listen to that anymore. That's the old school. That's now metal that stays. Yeah, man. You know? Like once yeah. they start riding with you, they don't they don't get off. Like they they keep an eye on you forever, man. And that was going to be my last question to you because firstly, thank you so much for your time, but also like as someone who has spent so long within this scene and you've watched it all change and adapt and roll with the times. Like, what is it like to have people still like that who've been riding with you all these years, still reaching out, still supporting, still coming to shows, still asking when can we get some more Hyro? Oh man, that's the greatest feeling in the world, bro. Cause it let the the biggest stamp I feel you could get as a musician is longevity. And I feel like I've created that within my fan base and what I have. Cause Hyro, you know, I Hyro haven't I'm not the biggest star in the world yet. I'm not Kim Kardashian or nothing. I ain't nothing like that yet. But I'm a star in my own rights and I created my own lane and I'm living doing what I love to do. And I'm always grabbing new fans. So I'm reaching new heights all the time. And it's always exciting. Artists showing me love. You know, I've met some of the coolest people in the world. I've got the coolest stories. Like I always tell the one when Vinnie Paul um, gave me a drink, you know, and I, I, he didn't even know me or nothing like And that happened in um, the, I forget the hotel name in the UK, but it was uh, the Key West or something like that. Key West Hotel, just, yep. Yeah, the download one by the the mall, the big mall over there. Yeah, um, and so yeah, and I was sitting there um, chilling, and I was you know I, ain't, I wasn't talking to nobody. Vinny Paul was at the bar, and he didn't know me, nothing. He looked around, he said, "Hey man, you want a drink?" And I was like, "Oh hell yeah, all right, cool." <laughs> so I go up there, and he goes, "Hey man," I said, "Hey bro, you know I'm from Texas, you from Texas?" Blah. He said, "What? You from Texas? Oh man, here go this drink." Blah blah blah. And then uh, he, I forget the uh, the Irish whiskey or something like yeah. that. That's the yeah, that was his favorite drink. And he showed me what that. He said, "Anytime you get a drink, get that right there." I was like, "All right, cool." Holy fucking shit, dude! I can imagine your life is like a highlight reel of moments like that, though, with the amount of places that you've been. <laughs> it is, man. I got some crazy stories, bro. It'd be wild, <laughs> you know. I, I came from hip hop. And I jumped in this world, and, and it's been nothing but love and fun. And I grew up in it, bro, basically. Like, look how cool that is. Y'all telling stories from 10 years ago, bro. That hit me. Like, that makes me feel so awesome. Like, I built up something so dope that people respect and love, bro. So thank y'all, for sure. Hell yeah, man. And we are waiting with open arms whenever you're ready to come back to the United Kingdom. But in the meantime, we will keep our eyes and ears peeled for a brand new Horror of the Hero record coming out later on this year called Bound for Glory, is it? Bound for Glory. Bound Please. for Glory. Let's fucking go. Are you a wrestling fan? Because that is the name of an Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. I'm a big wrestling fan, man. But um, I haven't been in the TNA Impact <laughs> world yet. But you know what I'm saying? I'm old school. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. <laughs> but yeah, if they want a soundtrack, <laughs> they know where to go. <laughs> we based our life on Shawn Michaels, Razor Hell yeah. Ball. All of those Stone Cold for sure. Stone Cold. Oh, Rock. give me a hell yeah! <laughs> and then you know Chris Jericho. I actually got a song with Chris Jericho, Fozzy. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, go check that out. Well, it's an old school when we did me and Fozzy, bro. So when Chris Jericho hit me, I was losing my fucking mind just thinking about <laughs> when Y2J 
this came, dude. I was going nuts. Hold on, because <laughs> I didn't know this before we before we let you go, bro. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to ask you to tell the story about that. How did you and Chris Jericho end up working with each other? Oh, bro, crazy. This is one of those where I just got a random call, like, "Hey, Fonzie <laughs> wants to do a song with you." I was like, "What? Who's Fonzie? Fonzie? That's Chris Jericho's brand." I was like, "Hold on, hold on. What? Chris Jericho?" Walls <laughs> of Jericho, Christian. <laughs> and the funny story is, um, they sent me the song because I think they were supposed to have Wale on it too. But Wale, he, I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. And so when the song, when we, I do the song now, I spit it like you know, straight crazy, fucking going nuts. And you're like, no, Howard, we don't want the song like that. We want more chill rapper thing. I'm like, all right, cool. So I had to calm my voice down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it came out so awesome, dude. Holy so I had to go back and forth with my songs with Chris Jericho. You know how fucking awesome it is? That's fucking amazing. Did you actually get to meet him in person or was all the emails? I ain't met him yet, man. I wish I could all the emails. If I meet him, I'd probably fucking faint or something, dude. Uh, I'll have to do this one time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Break those walls down. Uh, well, we'll have to try and get you in the presence of Le Champion one day. But in the meantime, thank you ever so much for your time today, Hyro. And we cannot wait for the brand new record out later on this year called Band for Glory, my friend. Show some love for Hyro, the hero! Oh, the hero. <laughs> Ooh, thank you all so much. Thank you, bro. Take care of yourself, man. All right, peace. Cheers. Bye. That was Harry oh. the hero. Harry the hero. What a fucking legend, man! On a français. Yeah, that makes sense now because I did look at his tour dates and it was like low. It was like a U.S. run, and then right at the end there was a date in France, and I was like, "That's really weird yeah. to do a whole U.S. run, then fly to France <laughs> to do <laughs> one gig, to then fly back to the states." But if he's living in France, that makes a lot more sense. Well, so he goes back to the U.S. after France. No, goes go. No, no, no. no that's just oh, at the end. Yeah. So I thought I thought he lived in the U.S. So he was doing a U.S. tour, yeah. flying to France, doing one day, and then flying back to the oh, U.S. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. He's just like, I just do one at home. Yeah, just yeah, just <laughs> one at home before the year's out. But my friends, shout out to Hire the Hero for joining us on the show today. Make sure you go and listen to his fucking fire cover of Buster Rhymes' "Woo Ha," which dropped today but that is it for our one at today's show we will see you in hour two where we've got some stuff that we need to react to don't we well some bloody be reacting to everything 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 all at once everything everywhere all at once yeah. in your ears <laughs> right yeah, we'll right. see you in a couple of minutes my friends bye Yes, my friends, and welcome back to the John Mahon Show. Ollie joined us on the salute. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel it? Well, I just, because it's funny because you do it like before I click the transition button. <laughs> I'm just so you're just there wait, waiting for me. <laughs> Uh, well shout out to Hiro the Hero for joining us in our one of today's show. That interview will be up in full. He's another one I saw is that like is quite an incredibly underrated, especially in the UK, I think. Yeah. Because he's had some, like we were talking about, he's had some big songs in America. Yep. Big uh, Drive Time Radio Rock. Yeah. Because he's got a song with Davey Draymond, who's fucking... Yep. Who uh, uh, uh. Disturbed is still one of the biggest bands over there for some reason. Um, <laughs> hey, cigarette. <laughs> hey, cigarette. Uh, yeah. I think he's got a song with Miles, Ke Miles Kennedy. From Alton Bridge. Alton Bridge. Because I specifically remember specifically as you will oh no it doesn't really work because it was atlantic i saw him on ship rocks anyway uh and um he played that song 
But obviously the chorus is um, Miles Kennedy singing, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, aren't Altbridge playing this ship? <laughs> Isn't he on Isn't this he boat? On the ship? <laughs> and it was just like, well, I guess he's probably just, he's too big time to come out, and he? <laughs> too big time. It's like, I guess because each band plays like multiple times on the ship. So uh, I guess it's like, if you do one, you got to do them all. You got to do them all. Well, my friends, we are doing it all today because we have got five copies. One sec, let's get out of the light. Five copies of this to give away motorhead live at the Montro jazz festival to enter this giveaway it couldn't be easier all you need to do is subscribe to the john mahon show youtube channel and then on instagram because the post is only up on instagram at the moment just comment lemmy yeah that's it and then the winner will be announced on monday's show you got until 6 p.m on monday go on this look at that we are streaming live just go this is a Streamception. Streamception. On the John Mahomes show. There we go. Subscribe. I'm already subscribed. You're already subscribed because you're a good egg. You know, just do that. Easy. There we go. Easy. But, my friends, our tour today show is basically going to be filled with reactions. Yeah. So I got sent one in my emails the other day from a band called Unity TX, who uh, I have heard before. They're sort of. I mean, yes, in the same in the vi same vibe, same genre as uh, Hyro, the, the hero. So you sort of rap metal, hip hop metal, and they've got a new album coming out ooh, sometime. Ooh. <laughs> they've got an album. I've got it actually. Should I be professional? Should I? Yeah, let's go. Let's go full pro. Should I use my <laughs> use your website that you constructed? My journalistic knowledge of um. And promote stuff. So Unity CX areas. So they yes, yeah, so they announced their new album the other day, which is called Ferality. F E R Ferality. Due to be released on eighth of September two thousand and twenty three by Pure Noise Records. And um yeah, so the latest track they've released off this is called Rock Shit. Rock Shit. And we're gonna check it out right now right now that beat and riff reminds you something that new metal vibe i get i'm getting yeah yeah i like it a lot yeah i'm a big fan of this definitely is rock shit <laughs> i didn't go soft with nobody here <laughs> uh, what is it? one second dick. you don't want to rock get off my dick because i didn't go soft for nobody here what a fucking whitest, bar. Whitest delivery. The whitest delivery of <laughs> such a fucking bar. Ah, oh, fucking Jeff Hardy yeah, reference. Yeah. All right, I'm sold. He's I'm in. in. I'm, all, I'm all in. <laughs> Stage dive Jeff Hardy. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> You're having fun over there. Where's it coming from? The static blast beat. There it's there gone. Just going to move shit around. That was a beautiful point to hit pause. but also so this the new album this album is uh produced by andrew wade who is long time a day to remember producer no way yeah day to remember he's just like wage war and stuff holy shit that so i think you can you can tell in this production when say, they have yeah. like the layered vocals where it's like yeah Bruh. i was gonna say like it's very uh metal production the melodic side. Of okay, this. so they're from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. So one would assume. Oh, I, I guess Unity TX, TX. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> yeah, and didn't Hyro say he's from Texas as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like, 
I meant the to ask south, him actually. The south of America has got a big hip hop. Yeah. I think they have like this is a very like their own sort of sound. Dallas Cowboys, are they from Texas? The Dallas Cowboys even? Yes. Well, are the Dallas Cowboys from Dallas, Texas? No, it's in the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Dallas Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just a play on words, isn't it? If they're not, I'm going to be fucking <laughs> But listen, ho, just before it breaks down, what a little fucking acapella. Suck my fucking dick, I know my worth. What yeah. a fucking line. Well, from the press release, his frustration of being like he's like involved in the scene which is basically meant to be for like outcasts but he feels outcasted in the scene that he's in so it's like, like he doesn't feel like he did, but he belongs in the scene which is meant to be more accepting for people that feel like they don't belong <laughs> common theme sometimes of the yeah. rock scene like sometimes the inclusivity thing is just just for sure yeah we've had we've had years of being bastardized by people who don't understand that kids from the from the grit can also make razor sharp music with a cultural twist and hit harder than anyone ever, ever hit harder than anyone could ever imagine so yeah that's a fucking press release statement Can we just take a second to appreciate how smooth that segue was out of you talking straight back into the song like that just flowed perfectly it makes it less smooth when you acknowledge it yeah by stopping the song yeah i just i had to though because that was that was so silky smooth like that's rare for us where something times up so magically like that look how good we are hey, look at how good we are so yeah my friends what do you make of that unity tx with rock shit Hassie D says, Jeff Hardy, oh yeah, Unity X got me. Oh yeah, shout out. Dr. Scott mentions Better Lover's new EP, which came out last week or this week. And it's a fucking banger. Is it? So do you know anything about Better Lovers? It's the old Every Time I Die minus. Yeah, it's basically Every Time I Die plus Will Putney, super producer, and Greg X still in Is Andy in it? Nah. No. But I think he's just so busy with his wrestling now. He's he's got ain't got time because he's, he's posted about. It. He's very like supportive of it. I think yeah. he, he was initially jamming with Jordan and the rest of them, but then I guess like commitments and stuff. Again. Yeah, especially especially like committing. I mean, I don't know how well Putney's doing it because he's like mixing Bring Me's new album. Yeah, is he? Probably, I assume so. I assume that would be like Zach or something. Or oh, I get those. I get those um, two confused. Ev confused what is that? Zach and who's the other one? British guy, Dan Lancaster. Dan Lancaster. He's done a lot of bringing. Yeah, yeah. So Will Putney is like. I always get Will Putney yeah. and who's the other one? Zach's Zach Zach yeah. I always get those two mixed up. So Will's done straight from the path. Yeah, he's done old. Every time I die, he did a fucking Ice T's body count. Body so, count. So he's a. Grammy winning producer because that album, the uh, the body, body count album. album won a Grammy. Ah, yeah. let's fucking go. Oh, one of their songs did. So he, he's a Grammy nominated, but then, yeah, now he's in Better Lovers, who are going to be touring the UK later in the year. Are they? Sold out like straight away. Oh, yeah, of course they did. But I'll try and get you in. <laughs> sneak in, sneak in the back. Through the back. They're actually playing in Leeds and Brood, Leeds Brood and L, which is a venue I used to go to quite a lot when I lived in Leeds. Ooh. So, yeah. It's fucking don't good. miss that, but yeah, shout out that. But next up, we've got another new release, yeah, man. And I really, really, really want to get Chris with the ghost inside on the show at some point. Honestly, I, I did a little piece on the uh, website about this, and it's just like not only are the ghost inside one of the most inspirational, like, bunch of people just in general, 
they also write great music. Fucking like, amazing music. To man. come back from what they've been through and still put out bangers is. Dude, Afterlife amazing. was such a phenomenal album to follow up everything that they've been through as a band. And what what was the transition of the two songs that open up that record? Is it one three three and two? It's happening again. Fill the time, John. So the Ghost Inside came back with oh no no it was a uh, self titled album in two thousand and twenty that was it one three 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 into Still Alive like the segue of those two yeah. tunes was so fucking ferocious. It was just like to come back five years after a devastating accident where um, drummer lost his leg. Yeah, had to learn how to basically drum. He got well, he's he him and his dad. His basic dad is like an engineer and helped him build a thing that attaches to his to his right leg so he can play the kick drum. And have you seen? I haven't seen them live yet, but I've seen videos, and he's still fucking bro. That I saw them earlier on this year when they toured, and it was so fucking good, yeah. so fucking good. It's just like because I mean, like that's that's enough to end a lot of people's careers. Yep. In any any uh. Any line Pro- of work. Any profession, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were there. They were just like, this is what we do. Yeah. Coming back and we're going to be as good as we've ever been. Yeah, fuck you. We might have even yeah. gotten better. Exactly. So this is their new song, Earn It. Straight away, those guitar tones of the ghost inside are known yeah. for, like... Big riffs. Big riffs. Like that sludgy, disgusting sound on what feels like the bass guitar as well. Fucking Virgil as well, man. Like, I love his screams. Yeah. His scream is one of the purest in the fucking business. It's one of those just like, get your pumps, like, fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> like, no option. Just straight up. The things that give us hope can also take it away. Yeah. Whoa, considering what we were just talking about well, as well, though. Like, they've, I mean, the last album was like, a lot of it, the themes were about like, perseverance and like, accepting stuff and just, and growing from it. And like, they would know better than anyone else yeah. about those. They've lived through real life trauma and legitimate trauma. The world, in front of the eyes of the world. As yeah. Because well. didn't the bus driver pass away in that incident? I thought, yeah. So sadly, the driver and all the mem- all the passengers in the other vehicle. other vehicle passed away. Yeah. So, I mean, like, considering that the ghost inside were out on tour when that happened, they were on the road. And as Jonathan just screamed, then the things that give us hope can take it away. Felt very, I prevail. Yeah. That bit. It's got like the best sort of middle ground between just heaviness and melodicness. I think. Yeah. Especially with the way those clean vocals came in on that chorus. Cause like clean vocals are something that I feel like the ghost inside is sparing with. Like they don't go heavy on them. They sprinkle them in when the song's right for them. Like engine 45. Yeah. Like that's a big gang clean vocal. Whereas, you know, a song like mercy, for example, pretty much just gutturals the whole way through. But then they always have the bit, like the bits that you can sing along with or like scream along with like the, uh, the gang chant sort of all like the gang chants back yeah because <laughs> thing is what i love about that bit there that doesn't feel like a second verse that just feels like a, a pre-breakdown yeah. like, a, a, like an, a sample of the breakdown that probably will come later on in the song breakdown light <laughs> breakdown <laughs> light. i imagine there's going to be another a proper break a bigger breakdown like yeah like your breakdowns pre-drinks i'm not afraid of falling so i'll put it to the test 
And then, whoops, what I believe now will be. Le breakdown. Le breakdown, as they say in Hyro's neck of the woods. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. Production's big on that. I love that big snare. Oh, that snare could fill a room and then blow it up. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Scratch that back again. Also, oh, I missed that. I'll scratch that back in a second. What do you think your man is working on? I haven't actually been paying attention to the video. He's, he's, been, he's been welding. Um, Just some sort of uh, hinges for... I reckon he's making the ghost inside logo out of metal. Uh, is it thematic? Is it? I reckon. That's what it's just a man at work. Just a man at work. Although is he? What's he wearing? Look, it looks like an astronaut suit. Yeah, definitely making the ghost inside logo. What, what? He was hammering it. I, I don't see where. How he's? <laughs> I think it's. I mean. Not to ruin the illusion, John. I feel like this is computer generated. <laughs> hey, I think. I don't think there's a man actually there. <laughs> you want a penis? You got to earn it. <laughs> oh, my friends, what do you make of that by the ghost inside? Brand new music called Earn It. It's fucking good to have the boys back, man. And if you can still hear this little rattling sound we don't know what's causing it we got absolutely no idea ratatouille is currently loose somewhere in our system it's not too bad when we're talking I and mean, you couldn't hear it when the music's on i think it's your microphone unplug your microphone oh no, it's still going on it's not my microphone baby. not your microphone is it my mic oh, it's my microphone you can't hear us when we take a seat <laughs> Welcome to uh, Problem Troubleshooting Live. Yep. This is an ASMR nightmare. John Mahan show where we try and figure out what the electrical interference is. It was annoying that it's only sort of just started now. Today. Today. Yeah. Never had this issue. What if it's all our end? What if no Can anyone else hear this really fucking annoying noise or is it just our end? Because if it's just in our ears, that's And fine. by fucking annoying noise, we mean the... That. Not, <laughs> not, not just our voices. Not the sound of my voice. Ah. Anyway, my friends, we've got one last reaction to do for you. And this is something that I'm very intrigued to get Ollie's opinions on. Because I've heard this. So this isn't a reaction from me. However, this is a reaction from Ollie. Now, Ollie is a metalhead through and through. I'm not, though, really. You are. Because that makes me sound like I'm bigoted or like elitist. Whereas I'd say I probably listen to more like poppy stuff than that. true but i do like my metal i'd say okay let me rephrase you're a metal connoisseur then you're very well yeah. educated well, in the riff i mean if we're talking about this song that we're about to play it's a cover if i'm not mistaken it is. of a classic but of a, of a new metal classic which i would say i was i mean i was around i was at the right age for new metal when it came out so i feel like, like a father figure to you New metal. I was like um, Bane. I was born in the new into the new metal. I wasn't. I've adopted the new metal. Yeah. I, I was, was born, born in it, raised by it. Oh, he says. Well, my friends, that's pretty much it for this episode of the John Mahon Show. We're going to save your ears from this rat, and we're going to try and figure out what the fuck is going on. But before we get out of here, we do just want to say that's 
that's not done anything. That almost turned the monitor off. <gasps> we just want to say, oh, how do we turn this off? That off the screen. Transition that one. Oh, there we go. There we go. Right then, my friends, before we get out of here, I just want to say a massive thank you. Like, this channel just hit 700 subscribers, which is fucking crazy. Like, we've only been doing this, what, two months now? Yeah. And it did have a few the subscribers before. 7 then, baby. Like, when we hit a thousand, um, should we do something big for a thousand? Should we do something stupid, like a big giveaway or something? No, no. <laughs> there's Ollie just like that. Sounds like effort. Oh, uh, I don't know. We'll do something. Maybe um, I'll wear a vest. Maybe you'll yeah, wear a vest. Oh, you heard it first, my friends. If we hit a thousand, Ollie will wear a vest live on stream. But genuinely, thank you so fucking much for your time that you've spent watching, not just today's live stream, but any of the content that we've created on this channel. Don't forget, we've got our 2000 Trees special up over on YouTube featuring interviews with Jamie Lemon, Holding Absence, The Excerpts, Kelsey Carter, Kid Capici. Kid Capici. Who else? Harriet. Harriet. And as everything unfolds, yeah. seven interviews, one special over on YouTube. We and two very well, one very hungover man and one very tired. One man. very very tired. In man. the links, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I watched that back. Uh, well, I obviously edited it, but I think you can hear it in both our voices. Mostly mine, I think. You can hear that I've been in a field for three days. <laughs> I was more worried about, you know, just me talking and not making any fucking sense. Yeah. Like, the amount of times that day, someone came up to me at 2000 Trees Festival and gave me a hug and I was wearing like my Killstar spiky jacket and they were like, oh, just try not to get spiked. And I was like, oh, should I start covering my drink? Is there something going around the festival? They were like, no, on your jacket, you dickhead. And I was like, yeah. that is how tired I am. You're a slave to the sesh. The sober sesh. The sober sesh. And <laughs> it slaves the game as well, my friends. I do love this shit. And um, speaking of the game, you can enter our... Oh, what a segue! It's time to play the game. <laughs> dang, dang. Time to play the game. Dug it up. Bubba dump. Bubba dump. Get your water. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> it's orange juice. <laughs> Just gets all over the... You don't have to... It's... <laughs> Did that come out on stream? Probably not. Probably not. Just soaked my ceiling for no reason. But before the show went live today, there's a guest that we might have on who I am so fucking excited about. Do I know about it? It's, it's literally what I was losing my shit about just before we went live today. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to say any more than that, my friend. Just in case it doesn't happen. but Just in case it doesn't happen. But I got a DM. To, I DM'd someone yesterday that I am desperate to get on this show. And they replied saying they'd be up for it. They'd give me their email address. So the first thing I'm going to do as soon as this stream ends is contact that person. And if they confirm, we'll tell you who it is on Monday's live stream. Because fuck me, am I excited. If I, could, if, if I can get this guest, this will genuinely be potentially one of our favorite guests so far. Your favorite guest. One of my favorite guests so far. Maybe not yours. <laughs> I need to... You need to do some research. I'll send you some links. Send me some links. Hell yeah. But all that's left for us to say today, my friends, is my name's John Mahon. Peace and love. Stay alive. And I'm Ollie Rao. Go fuck yourself. Yeah! Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. Bye.